0: Life Audio. Hi friends. Hey, it's Bonnie Gray, and I'm so happy to welcome you to a new episode of Breathe, the Stress Less podcast. I am so excited about what we're going to talk about today because January is such an important time to get refreshed and to focus on God's presence in your life, to bring you peace and joy and to dial down the stress, dial down the anxiety Because there's so much uncertainty as we look forward into the new year. And even in this new month, there's so much focus in our culture on New Year's resolutions. And one side effect is that it can get stressful because it reminds us of all the different areas that maybe we feel like, oh, my goodness, we need to improve on this or that. And it can be really tempting to just get into a busy mode or a frenzy inside us to feel like we don't want to be left behind. We want to make sure we're doing what we should be doing while everybody else seems to have their ducks lined up. So the way to quiet that stress is to move in the direction of what God wants to give us because God is always life giving. His voice is always calming, assuring, and he always wants to, Nurture what he is already doing in our lives that's good and beautiful, brings us peace or joy. So it's more of a nurturing our wellness. That's the focus. And so today I want to talk about one thing that you can do that is the anti resolution. (laughs) This is an anti resolution action and it's a soul care action that will help you to restore calm to your emotions as well as to your body. Well, before I share what that soul care tip is, the anti-resolution practice, I want to ask you, which area of wellness would you say you want to nurture the most that you are missing the most? Would it be emotional wellness, spiritual wellness, physical wellness, or social wellness? I created a soul care quiz that you can take. It's a free stress analysis so that you can see which area of soul care that you are needing the most, because these are the four areas that I had to learn with God's promises and also based on scientific research, what are some actions I could take to heal these four different areas as I walk through the journey of healing from anxiety, and burnout, and just worrying too much. These areas are definitely real areas that God wants to help us to overcome. So go to soulcarequiz.com and you can take that soul care quiz, soulcarequiz.com. Okay, so this is a soul care practice that I do every year. And I was taking a walk on my morning time before all the different big storms that we've been hit with here in the Bay Area hit us this week before we walked into the new year. And I met some new friends on this journey to talk about the soul care practice. Let's listen in. So I was just taking um, a walk today and just thinking about the new year and kind of thinking about what new word would be a guide for me this year, what what God would be putting in my heart. And then I just ran into these, these girls here on the path. So I thought, hey, so would you mind if I just asked do you guys journal?
2: I do occasionally. I haven't in a while, but I'm an English major, so like a lot of my professors have encouraged us to try to keep a journal and stuff. I used to keep a blog in high school which I haven't mm-hmm. touched in a few years, mm-hmm. but I do journal occasionally.
1: Yeah, I, I would say the same thing. Not not every day or anything like that, mm-hmm. but if there's something significant to write about, uh-huh. it's always nice to have something, you know, unbiased and something that doesn't really <laughs> You know, affect
0: you just something to let your ideas out on paper, or whatever. What do you think that draws you to want to make a journal entry? You know, because if you know, you're saying usually you don't really journal, but what is it that makes you feel like you know I really want to spend time and just I want to write. I want to spend time with this paper and this pen. What is it that makes you want to even do it?
2: And I think you're saying it's kind of like when something significant happens. Like if it's just like a regular day where nothing really important or life-changing happens like even if it can also happen like on a day when nothing happens but you just like think about stuff and it kind of gives you a new perspective on maybe even something that happened months ago yeah and that can like it helps for you to like write it out so you can like really see like what it is that you just realize Mm -hmm. in your head i think most of the things that i write about are introspective Mm -hmm. and they
1: can usually be prompted by some sort of event or something like that but most of the time it's Me kind of picking apart certain things and trying to figure out what what significance does this have to me and Mm. what can I learn from it? What can I do differently? And it helps me kind of figure out what I'm doing and what I should change, how I can
0: improve myself. Mm. Yeah, totally speaks to me because that's that's kind of what I love about it. I don't know what's going to be coming out when I open that paper, that journal. I actually don't know. Yeah, you surprised yourself. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what's going to come out, and as even as I'm writing, I'm just surprised about w- what it is that I feel, and mm-hmm. so I feel like that's what keeps me from writing actually, because I'm not in control. It's a little yeah. bit scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: I stopped. I feel like I did it more when I was younger, and then yeah. like I feel like when you start thinking about it more, like it, like you can either choose to like live your life by not really just like going by it and not processing everything that happens. And I think if you stop to write, that's like an active processing of what happens in your life. So it is like. It's very, like you're saying, it's very introspective. So it's kind of scary to like, yeah, stop and and like actually process everything that happens. Right. Like,
0: why? Why do I want to do this? I'm fine. Yeah. (laughs) Let me just keep doing what I'm doing. And why do I want to stop and think? And, and, and it takes a lot of effort. Yeah, (laughs) it does. does, Doesn't it? It just takes your, your, your heart energy. So friends, how about you? Do you have a practice where you can listen for God to put, one word on your heart for the new year. This is a soul care practice that is so anti-resolution. It's listening for God to give you one word for the new year. What is one word God wants to put on your heart for the new year? This is a one word focus and it's a sense of direction where God is guiding you. This soul care practice is inspired by God's word in Isaiah chapter 51, verse 16, God says, I have put my words in your mouth and covered you with the shadow of my hand. I who have set the heavens in place and who laid out the foundations of the earth say to you, you are my people. It's so beautiful because it shows us that God's word that he places in you. It's in connection with his hand. He covers us cares for us with his hand. So when we want to experience God's care and his help, it's always connected to hearing his words, loving words for you. What would that loving word be for you? It's a beginning focus. And I also love that God is doing something new in you this year. It's his promise. So we have a second Powerful promise from Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So it's interesting because God asks us a question. Do you not notice it? And so listening for a one word focus for the new year is a way to listen and to notice, and to be intentional. So when I shared this practice with these two 20-something college girls, these students, this is what they said. So one thing that I have to do, and it's a challenge to myself, is to challenge myself. What 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 would come out if I were to think about what's happening this year? And specifically, what word?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, this
1: isn't really a word that I've like been acquainted with for my entire life or anything I recently just like discovered it but it's um silage and it's it has a French root or it's a French word it's practical meaning is the something that's left behind like the Mm -hmm. lingering scent of a perfume or like something like that the kind of trace that you leave behind oh how do you spell that s-i-l-l-a-g-e I really like that word because I feel like everybody has their own silage like everybody leaves an impact on someone you know And there's all sorts of ways that you can leave your footprint and i just i like the connotation of that word oh my gosh it's so
2: beautiful i'm gonna cry (laughs) okay and how about you i mean for me i can't really think of like one word but like something that like i kind of been thinking that as a motto that i want to like take for the new year is kind of being more present i'm transferring schools actually starting in january and so i've done a year and a half in los angeles and i'm transferring to santa clara Mm -hmm. and i feel like as much as like i enjoyed my time in la i don't feel like i was really just like going through the motions of being there, and I wasn't yeah. really enjoying it. And now, especially since I have made this choice to change a school and to like mm-hmm. embark on this new journey, like I don't want to take it for granted. I want to be present, and like take, make the most out of everything that that the new experience brings. So I want to like
0: be sure that to not miss anything. Oh wow! <laughs> I hope that maybe in this conversation, this memory might prompt you as you're on your journey of how do you pronounce it? Collage. <laughs> on your journey of Solage... And your journey of being present to to have that 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 paper that journal and say like this this is where I'm present and this is where the journey is taking me so maybe that might be something that you can bring with you and it's yours mm-hmm. so what's your name I'm so happy I met I'm you. Natalie Natalie hi I'm Bonnie hi. I'm hi, Sylvia. Sylvia Sylvia wonderful. <laughs> So just as I encourage these women to take time to journal and then use that as a way to look at where your journey is leading, I want to encourage you. Our soul care practice is about journaling. If you journal just for simply 10 minutes, you can increase Your happiness, you can actually alleviate depression and anxiety. Research in a New York Times article shows how the power of writing your personal story lowers anxiety, leads to behavioral changes, and improves happiness. Just 10 to 15 minutes of expressive writing makes a difference. And what's special about this research is that it doesn't require you to journal every day. Many of us feel bad because we start journals we have all these different journals we start and then we never finish it's okay because this helps with our wellness emotional spiritual wellness, and even our physical because once our body feel our emotions feel better, our body follows our emotions This is a beautiful way also to practice hebrews four twelve for the Word of God is living and active in It penetrates, dividing soul and spirit. And the word for the Greek word logos is translated as living voice or story. So God uses everything in our lives to speak to us. So as you journal, you'll get those aha moments. Now, because we're believers, we have the Holy Spirit in us. When you journal, you give space for God to enter into your world and speak to you. So I'm curious, what is your one word for this week? Uh, So I'm curious, what is your one word for this year that God's placing on your heart? I hope that you can take some time to actually enjoy this practice. I also did it with my two boys. They're 13 and 17. We just did that earlier this week. We took our boys hiking and in between the rainy days here in the Bay Area, we've gotten some heavy rain, but we put on our hiking boots and it's kind of muddy. But what we do is that Eric begins my husband, the hike, and it's just for one minute apart. Everybody does a solo hike and we all time it so that we stop at 10 minutes. So we go on ahead. And at the end of that time, I'll ask the boys, what is one word God has put on your heart in that quiet time? And it's okay if they don't get a word, but then we'll repeat it later on with another hike on another day. So you have the whole month of January. There's no time limit. There's no expiration date, but you can do it even within the comfort of your own home. If it's snowing outside, and you're not able to get outside in other parts of the U.S. You can go ahead and just have some quiet 10 minute time as you're journaling in your favorite spot in your home. And it's just a wonderful practice to hear God's one word for you this year. Well, sign up for my free Bible study. This month, we're starting on January 22nd, because I want us to share our one words and encourage each other. I'm going to go through the four different areas of wellness as a Bible study. It's the Breathe Bible study that I will be doing in community live with you. You'll get four sessions with me as your soul care guide and mentor. And it's free when you pre-order my book, Breathe 21 Days to Stress Less and Transform Chaos to Calm. And I cannot wait to be live with you to guide you so that you can be grounded in God's word and also practice some wellness rhythms of rest together. Sign up at thebreathebook.com sign up at TheBreatheBook.com. Well, thank you for joining me on this wonderful new step into the new year, and I'll see you next time. Remember that you're loved, you're cherished. Just rest. Breathe, the Stress Less
1: podcast is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media.